warming up. It's warming up. Okay, come on. We're live. Come on, Richard. Let's see those jazz hands. Get it going. There you go. Richard doing you jazz go. hands. Uh, Pebbles <laughs> is doing jazz beak. talons whatever whatever pebbles has we've also we've also got the tyvin show here but uh hello everybody he's doing jazz hands in the nude just for anyone who's listening to this (laughs) you know you can't see you can't see tyvin's face today because he's working but he's doing jazz hands and he's driving a truck in the snow in the nude that's how you do it if you're a real man (laughs) we are go commando Yes, we are live. This is episode 281 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast, coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios in Gainesville. Uh, it's cold all over America. Everybody's cold out yes, there. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's some, cold? There's some snow. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. Uh, you know, we're in Florida, so if it's 70 degrees, it's cold, Richard. I don't know. This I is prime time for you guys to get out to the Hacienda and do some shooting. Beautiful weather. It's not 180% humidity all day long. Um, true, true, true. Um, I actually, actually, yeah, this is a great time to start doing shooting. I am ramping up my, um, actual shooting videos and all that kind of stuff on the Hacienda. we got to clean up out there. You know, it's kind of messy. I think I need to have like a cleanup party out on the Hacienda. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. You got billy goats. What do you mean clean up? They eat anything and everything. They, they don't eat shell casings. Oh. Uh, they don't eat steel <laughs> that's down. cans. No, they don't. Yeah, there's there's still cleanup that has to be done. The billy goats don't actually have opposable thumbs and pick up stuff. So <laughs> I, I thought it was goat poop that you had a problem with. Oh, oh. Nah, the goat poop's not a problem at all. That's fertilizer. <laughs> That's, That's what gives uh, all the extra pineapples flavoring, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. So it is episode two eighty one. As you could tell, I've got Richard Hughes here. I've got t- the Tyvin show. Um, we kind of had a cancellation here, so luckily these guys are on standby. There goes Pebbles. If you're watching, Pebbles is on Richard's shoulder as a good pirate parrot would be. So we got that going on. And tonight's show is called Florida Problems Are Your Problems. Yes, that's right. You can laugh at us if you want to in Florida. You you know, I know we're a laughing stock because the elections are a problem again. Oh, that happened like uh, 20 something years ago. We never fixed it. No one we elected in Florida ever fixed any of the election problems. So here we are again laughing at us. But guess what? Our problems are your problems. Did you what guys see the meme that's floating around with Big Bear or with Big Bird? The the meme? No. What's the meme? It's a guy on the side of the road in a car and Big Bird's hitchhiking. And the guy in the car asked Big Bird, where are you going? He said, I'm going to Florida to help him count. <laughs> it should be. So it should be the count. It should be the count yeah. going. What's Big Bird doing it? See? So Big Bird, don't come here. You're not helping. Bring the count. <laughs> you know, and one yeah. ballot. Oh, I see. He had the laugh right there. It is. Yeah. So, so all this kind of craziness is going on in Florida. We're going to talk about that other stuff going on in the news. Um, I'm going to shout out everyone here in the chat. I'm going to remind everyone, please hit the thumbs up, share this, all that kind of stuff. We appreciate you guys doing that. Um, And I'm going to tell them about the bell thing real quick. But I just found out. Why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them about the bell thing? Uh, YouTube changed some stuff on there, so when you go to Hank's channel or any of your favorite content creators, click the bell to get notifications. That's what everybody says. 
Well, if you click it once, you'll get random notifications. If you double touch the bell, you will get all notifications from your creator. So I double tap the Hank Strange Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded channel. So I now get all notifications for all videos and all content that Hank now puts out. So make sure you guys tag that bell twice. Right. So the lesson here is double tap it. That's right. Dual handle, double tap it, but be careful because YouTube is monkeying around as uh, lots of monkey business, as Walter likes to say, going on with the bell. I don't know how many times they're going to change this bell and mess around with it, but they're messing around with the bell. Oh, my God. It just gets. Oh, I have to ask, where is Walter tonight? We gave Walter the night off because he worked all last week and uh, he worked uh, most of this week. So I I think he's coming on tomorrow. Okay, well, shout out to Walter then. Yeah, absolutely. So we gave him the night off. Uh, let's see. Let me let me go through here and do the shout outs, if you guys don't mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. Richard, if uh, I'm up, up, up at the top of the chat. So if anyone down in the bottom saying anything, let me know what's going on there. I'll just go through this. SoCal Gunner from California. He's first. Just like California was first with the communism, but the communism is now spreading across the country. It's infecting Florida. And that's the reason why I say Florida's problems are your problems. Remember, Florida is like the dingus of America. And if you're a dude and you have a dingus, you know, the last thing you want happening to your dingus is it getting infected. Yes. Right. With northerners. Yeah. Now what it means is you got to have like a big, massive needle going through your dingus to sort you out. And it, it may come to that. It may come to that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, shout out to SoCal Gunner for being first. Uh, Christopher Williams is also here. Jade Grew Bricks, Psycho 316 as well. Kiaski, the Archangel is in here as well. Boss Hog says, hello from Screwston, Texas. <laughs> Houston, Texas. Where, where, where exactly in Texas is that? <laughs> it's somewhere around Houston, but it's the part of Houston where you get screwed. Oh. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, so there you go. Psycho316 says, thinking of doing a little video today of my Stevens Model 22410, um, as it is probably Ooh. the gun in my collection that means the most to me. Don't know what uh, to say, though. Laugh out loud. So you know what? Just do the video, man. Just that's what I do. Start it real. Don't worry about what to say. It'll come to you. Yeah. Make sure you tag us all so we can see it. Exactly. Just throw it up. Just say some stuff. Throw it up there. Say what you got to say. When you're tired of talking, you you hit the pause button or the the record button again and stop recording and upload that bad boy. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's the first step. <laughs> Right. You know, or you could be like like Richard. Richard just records everything and just throws it up there and doesn't even put a title or a description on any of his damn. I'm just I'm just telling you right now, Richard, when I'm going through Instagram or whatever and there's no description in there, I'm not looking at it. Put a description in there. Don't be like Richard. Okay, we'll. We'll chastise Richard more. We're, we're coming back to that. Uh, Michael Michael Bender. By the way, Richard did ha- does have a video up. You want to show them real quick? Your your uh, just a little tease. This is a little tease of what Richard is going to be showing here. Boom! It's it's a Caltech Ooh. box. It's a Caltech box. Oh, Yo, you're going to want to know what's in there. Richard, is that a flat earth brown flat earth art brown box right there? Is that special? Yes. It yes. Is special. It's a box. 
Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that here in a second. Okay. Let's see who else we got. Michael Bender. Um, we've also got, let's see, Vanessa Kitty, Chris Bolas, Dan. Dan is here smashing the thumbs ups as well. We've got Armament and Axes, Black Sword Shinobi also in here. And let's see, let's see, let's see. Who else do we have? Rabbit0317 as well. Um, uh, trying to go through this as fast hey, as I possibly can. Go ahead. What's can, up? Can, can I, I want to give a big shout out to Vanessa Kitty. Not only is she in every podcast that you do, she's always in the comments. She's always over in my live streams and T Rice's live streams. And my she's there. She is dead. And, and Richard's live stream. She's there. She is one of the top, I'll say, five most loyal podcast commenters we have. So shout out to Vanessa Kitty. We, we, we appreciate you and, and watching everything. Awesome. And, awesome. And she's married in case you're getting any ideas. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. Richard, Richard's married too, but he's from Ohio. So that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't stop anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, polygamy yeah, has yeah. been legal in Ohio since 1972. Just so for anyone uh, who knows. <laughs> I live in Ohio. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm, I'm just no, making no. up stuff. <laughs> from New York. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> okay. Um, Yes, big shout out to Vanessa Kitty because she's a down ass chick, you know, in a nice way, right? Yes, she's down. She's she's always there. Got everyone's back. Awesome. We appreciate that, Vanessa Kitty. Thanks so much for that. Um, let's see. Uh, Kiaski oh. is also here. What's up? What's up, Tyvin? Oh, I, I apologize. I was dodging traffic. Oh. <laughs> okay. This is why we're not seeing Tyvin right now. Yeah. Um, Tyvin's drifting in the semi. Yeah. If if Tyvin drives anywhere close to how his flow of consciousness is, <laughs> that's a dangerous ass driving. There should be a big well, sign on that truck that says Tyvin driving right now. Stay the hell back. All you got to do is set the cruise at about 80. Pretend you're in New Jersey. Beep your horn. And people stay out of your way. And I'll make sure that you stay in the center lane. That way, you know, you don't have to dodge traffic as, as hard as what you normally would have to. Oh, okay. All right. Now, that is not legal advice. I, I'm not a lawyer. So, take it with two, uh, two cents. Yeah, you're not a truck driver either. <laughs> no, I'm a transportation relocation engineer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Kiaski says 63 degrees in lovely Clearwater, Florida. Okay. Um, I didn't know Kiaski was in Florida, but there you go. Um, let's see what else we got going on. Jason Shearer is here as well. Rob Avis. Uh, let's see who else we got here. I'm trying to flip through, see who's new. Christopher Williams. We've got Christopher Williams. We've got James Lawson. We've got Moo Butt. Uh, Mr. FNH. Jafari H as well. Richard Portella. Care Bear on the Holiday Road. CB. Ghost Tactical. Shout out to Ghost Tactical in the chat. Let's see who else we've got. Uh, uh, we've got Bricks here as well, Enrique Q, Chris Osborne, the Armsmen also here, Peter Machuco here. Let's see, Scamp 900 here, Steve Dave is here as well, uh, Flopping Garbage, Rob D also here, Kenny Van Cleve, Thorsf, Thorsf is here, RTS guy, uh, Vanessa Kitty says, oh, Tyvin. Aww. Yeah, so there you go. Vanessa Kitty appreciating the love. Love given and love received. There you go. Congratulations yeah. to you for that. Yeah. Uh, Gorillas and Guns also here. Um, 
let's see. Corey Williams here as well. Um, I'm trying to go down and see if there's anyone new because this thing just. Armament Axis is in there. I just saw him. Yeah, Armament and Axis definitely there. Definitely there. Let's see. Uh, David Serpa, Maximus 2012, says, smash those thumbs like a shitty carpenter. Ooh, dang. So there you go. Kenny Van, Cleve, <laughs> Kenny Van Cleve wants to know uh, is what is in the Keltec box? Is it a bullpup? No. No, it's no. Okay, SoCal Gunner says PMR 30 exclamation exclamation. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and Vanessa Kitty says Richard is on the panel. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got to keep Richard off the panel because. You know, he's just too handsome. And then when he's here on the panel with pebbles like this, it's just too Is much. Pebbles sleeping? No, no. He's uh he's awake. He's wide awake. He's wide awake. But you know, this is just too much for people. There's women passing out all over America looking at this <laughs> thing. Like, it's like you know, the invasion of the Beatles all over again <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there you go uh so there i think i shouted out everyone if i miss someone let me know and i'll definitely get back to shouting you out okay so let's see let's go to you guys how are you guys doing tyvin what's up with you i can't remember the last time you were on the show and what you were up to i'm sure you were causing some kind of kerfuffle and fighting oh, with yeah. someone but what's up with you I won't go into that, but uh, overall, uh, just uh, ramping up. We had a bunch of stuff going on and uh, dodging traffic. I was in my first snowstorm last night for the year, and we're on our way out to Kansas City now. But uh, kind of slowed down on the gun stuff there because the wintertime's coming, but we're going to be hitting it hard and heavy there right around spring, so we're getting back into the gaming and stuff. Okay. So uh, doing a lot of the pub mobile. But uh, okay. make sure you guys follow me there and uh, make sure you guys follow Hank there and subscribe to Hank's channel as well. Make sure you guys hit that notification button there. Oh, by the way, big shout out to Lola back here behind the scenes. Awesome right. woman. Yes. Thank you. On behalf of Lola, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's listening to us right now to make sure we that she knows we're going to mess up. But whenever we mess up, she's going to make sure that she acknowledges that we messed up so she can mm. talk to us about it later. So there yeah. you go. Uh, did you have something else to say, Tyvin? No. Oh, uh, update on the story you guys was talking about the uh, the farmers who killed the other farmers. Ooh. You guys was talking about that? You mean uh, the family, the one family? Yes. yes. Uh huh. Yes. Last um, night. Yes. They work at my company. The father and son oh. ran team here. And they run uh, Ohio to L.A. to Seattle, back to Ohio. Well, they were on their way to work, and they got them over on I-35, over Highway 35 over there when they busted them. So, so do you, did yeah. you know them? Um, I thought that they looked familiar, but I never really put two and two together. And then when I went into work, they were talking about this guy who did all this. And I was like, well, wait a minute. And then the guy, one of our other co-drivers showed me his picture, and I said, well, he runs out of this yard, doesn't he? He goes, yeah. Mom. So, but, yeah, I, I'm yeah. not going to say company name or anything. I don't want to get the company involved in any of that stuff. But yeah. uh, it, it's just amazing that you never know who you're working with. And it, it's, it's like one of those things that hit home. You just you never know. Yeah. And human beings just snap. I don't know what kind of person this guy was before he did all of this. He's obviously 
horrible human being to um, to get into something like this. But I don't know if that just snapped and happened overnight or came, you know, just um, he was always like yeah. that. Who knows? But it's a terrible thing, man. It's a terrible thing that went down there yeah. and uh, nothing. I guess it started all over a custody battle with one of the grandkids. Yeah. From what I heard. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It's a pretty disgusting yeah. Yes, yeah, it is. Disgusting thing. So there you go. All right, let's switch over to Richard Hughes. Richard, what's up with you, man? I'm trying to think. Uh, let's well, see. When we when were you? What were you on talking about the last time? I can't remember. Time. You were. It's been a while. Yeah, I think you were but, talking about the shoot that Tyvin was going to do the last time you were on. If I can remember. Oh correctly. yeah. Oh yeah. So it, which unfortunately I wasn't able to make it to, but Tyvin and I we went over to the Iraq veteran shoot, mm-hmm. which yeah. Crazy, awesome, fun. Right, right. And, and everybody uh, was asking, you, where's Hank? Both of you won stuff. Oh, people were asking for me? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. Actually, uh, there were several people that <laughs> was asking, where's Hank? Where's Hank? <laughs> okay. All right. What you? What did you tell them? I, I told yep. everybody, I was pushing you in my car, but you wouldn't come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. See, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yes. That's what I could say to that. So, okay, you guys had a good time, though, because it seems like both of you won stuff. Yes, actually. Okay. Go okay. ahead, Richard. Congratulations. So what did you win? Uh, I know Tyvin won a Sky Pistol. Yes, sir. Yeah. What did you win, Richard? Because I think you went to Caltech today. You, you want to know? That was Pebbles. You always had Pebbles. You've had Pebbles for the last 40 years. Just let everybody know that um, I got visitation rights on his prize. So uh, we're going to have some more content coming up. I want to give a big shout out to Eric and Chad out there and letting us come down to the IV 8888 shoot there. I know it's one too many eights, but uh, it's a great event. If you ever get a chance to go to an event like that, by all means, go. It's the people you meet. The honor, the respect of everybody that was there. Everybody was nice and polite. The companies that were there, I got a lot of knowledge and everything. And then uh, Richard came up with us. I had Captain Obvious with me. And uh, we all met right there for the first time. Got to know each other, you know, up front, close and personal. And we really enjoyed the day. And then they started, well, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then uh, they started calling teams for prizes. Yeah, did you guys initiate Richard to your, um, you know, to your special organization? (laughs) But but Pirates of America. Easy, easy. That's that's the other uh, Patrick issue. Uh, I'm not even going there. Okay, done deal. Understood. I'm not even going there with you. I'm not taking sides. I'm not taking sides of that one. I know you're not. So let's let Richard tell this story. So, Richard, you went up to IV 8888, the event there. How did you win this? How did you win this guy? Um... There, there was a raffle. They were just handing out raffle tickets. They were like, stick your hand in the jar, grab a raffle ticket. And uh, at the end of it, they just you know, called out names. And actually, first name they called, there, there was nobody there claiming it. Mm-hmm. So you had to be there to claim it. And uh, then they called my name out. So, uh, you know, I got to meet Chad. I got Chad from Caltech. And, you know, Eric was there. And, you know, Eric, first off, Everybody at Iraq Veteran was super nice. Just there, there wasn't a stinker in the bunch. Well, there was Tyve in there, but uh, <laughs> everybody 
was uh-huh. super nice. They're, yeah, we already know um, that. So yeah, we already know. <laughs> easy, easy. Uh huh. So, so uh, I want it, and what I asked is, uh, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm I'm in the neighborhood. Let me just pick it up. And uh, they're like, sure. And also, I get to take four people on a tour of Caltech. So I'm thinking about doing that in January, towards the end okay. of January. It's got to be on a Wednesday. Oh, you didn't do the tour today? No, no, I didn't do the tour today. I, I don't okay. have enough time off yet. So uh, I just okay. started a new job in August. So uh, I just want to get through the holidays with my days off. And okay. so I'm thinking so, so towards in- the end of January. End of January, you're going to go on a tour. Are you inviting people? Because you, you, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing you need, what, two, three more people? Uh, four more. You need four so more people. So they said I can bring a okay. total group of five. And they said the tour is a lot of fun. It takes two hours. It's on Wednesday, usually a Wednesday, starting at 10 o'clock. And uh, they, they said they had a really fun tour for Halloween. That one of the guy that gave the tour dressed up as Deadpool. Okay, nice, nice. Awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, yes. Uh, You guys, so if there's anyone out there that's interested, how do they get in touch with you to say, hey, I'm interested, I want one of those. I call dibs. Like, by the way, I call dibs on that CMR30 that you have. Um, The one and the only, (laughs) one of a kind. Yes, you said said Um, that this is the only 10 one out there. Is that what you're saying? Yes, it is. It's the only factory flat dark earth. Okay, so if uh, anyone if anyone out there has a factory flat dark earth one, let us know because uh, you know. Can you lock it on Richard? Wanna, have Richard wanna, do like a real slow mo. We want to verify that Richard has the uh, unicorn of unicorns here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. So uh, threaded barrel. So, and they said it does real good with the suppressor. It came with the sights, so flip up sights, and I'm not going to hole in the wall. And I don't even know how this works yet, but apparently um, it's that's multi position. Right. Okay. So you got, yeah. And and it's the, ambidextrous on the safety. Yeah, the release for that is by the trigger guard, Richard. What caliber? So put your hand yeah. in the trigger guard. Like if your hand, if your finger was straight uh, out, you see the yeah, you see the lever there. Yeah. Okay, there you uh-huh. go. Yeah. It's a very nice so, gun. Very I actually, cool. yeah, I really, I'm a huge fan of the CMR30. I think it's very cool. I like the PMR30, the pistol version of that. Uh, you know, really cool. Uh, 22 Magnum. If you guys oh. haven't seen this, I've got a bunch of from, videos. I'm sure Richard will have some videos coming up soon. Um, so from here back, I guess it's the PMR30, right? Yeah. Because that's, that's the pistol part from here back. Yeah, except for the except for the stock, obviously. But yeah, you yep. know, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, have you had a chance to shoot it yet? No, I, I just picked it up today, and you know, I had to go back to work, and I, I was thinking about going to a range tonight. In uh, I'm in Orlando, so I don't. I've never been to a range in Orlando, so I was looking for something to go to. Okay. And uh, oh, and, and if you want to get a hold of me. Go to flyingrich.com, click the contact, uh, and just, you know, fill out the form there. So if you want to go on the tour, just let me know. All right, very cool. And if you can't make it out here for the tour, I do have a factory tour video that's up on the YouTubes of the Caltech factory. It's actually a pretty thorough tour uh, for anyone that's interested in that. But that's not going to be actually going with Richard. So, you know, if you want to go with Richard, you've got time to hit him up on that one. What's that? Richard? I have a so, quick question. Sure. I have a yeah. quick question. The Caltech uh, factory down there, 
How many different types of weapons do they make there? Do they make all of the brands and models down there, or are they only like specific models there? I'm not knowledgeable about their facility down there. So they make everything. I know there's some rumors about Caltech that um, people that don't really have any kind of idea what actually goes on there uh, propagate those rumors. But the reality of it is that they make everything every day. So awesome. um, if you check out the video that I have, it's a pretty old video on my channel, but it's actually a big video and it's like documentary length. I think it's it's right like at a couple of seconds under an hour long. So it's very thorough video, uh, even has George wow. Kelgren in it. And if you look at that, vi the reason why I made that video is because even now there's people, there's distributors and people that run gun stores that say to me, Keltech is a little tiny place and they only make one gun every day. And that's not true. They make everything yeah. that they sell every single day and ship those things every single day. It's like four huge buildings there. They got a whole big area there. And, you know, you're going building to building with stuff. Uh, and everybody is super nice at Caltech. They actually have a retail store where you can get swag, get T-shirts, coffee mugs, stuff like that. Um, I stopped in there a couple months back just on, on the way up uh, to Orlando. And they're... That one uh, RDB that's wood, I, you know, they're like, yeah, here, check it out. You know, I got pictures with it. I post on Instagram. Mm -hmm. They're super nice. Everybody is just super nice there. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I think um, and, and the thing about it is whether you're in Florida or not, you buy stuff from them, they fix it for life. So that's the thing. They have it. a 100% warranty, butt stocked and muzzle. Warranty then. Yeah, as long as you don't you don't destroy it deliberately, they do fix things that are going on with it. You know, the whole Caltech conversation is probably a good one. We could probably spend the whole show talking about it. But, um, you know, regardless of all the different things that are out there, they do stand behind what they make. Um, you know, I think that there's some things that work better than other things. Some things have inherent uh, flaws in it, just like anything else out there. So. You know, it's just the way that it goes with this stuff. But they do stand behind what they make and they do make some very cool things. And they're more and more readily available nowadays. Like I remember a couple of years ago, it was very difficult to get a KSG. Nowadays, you can get a KSG for about, I don't know, somewhere between 650, 800 bucks. So, OK. Yeah. Um, the I think I've even seen the RDBs coming out more. I know Gun Prime has all of this stuff. So, you know, Gun Prime is one of the companies that sponsors the podcast specifically. So if anyone out there is looking for Caltech stuff, Gun Prime is probably a good place for you to find that. Yeah, I Gun actually uh, went there the other right? day. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, Tyvin, what did you say? I said I saw your advertisement on the screen right there. You got Franklin Armor right now. Yes. The other day you were on there and you had uh, on there and I was like, okay, I want to go check this place out. I went on there and looked around. I was like, hey, I like this. This is a nice website. It's very well organized. Prices are right there. It, it's nice and clean and easy to navigate. Yes, yes. And they're helping us actually uh, keep the, uh, the lights on and stuff like that here. So we appreciate it. Same thing with Franklin Armory that was on. Um, they were on last week, I think. Yeah. So they, they also help us out. Uh, but OK, Richard, what was your question? Um, where was I going? Oh, yeah, the uh, RDB was like seven oh nine last week on Gun Prime. That that was freaking yeah. awesome. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I should probably pull that up and see what's uh, what we got on Gun Prime right now. If I, I had mean, a gun budget, that that'd be like first pick. Yeah, I was looking at the Caltech um, the other day on there, and I was like, "Oh, good! They got some good prices on there." Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got lots of good prices. I think the other day we were talking about uh, like they've got a 380 um, Walther PK 380 right now is 299. That's pretty cool. Ooh. They've got the KSG for 648 bucks. They've wow. got a Caltech RDB for 709 right now. Ooh. You know, so they always have some pretty good prices going on there. You know, I, I definitely suggest you guys check them out. I know you don't have money all the time. When you do have money, you know, check them out and see what's going hey, on. Black me, Friday is next week. Yes. And actually, like next week, we're only going to do half of the week. But what we're going to do yeah. is I think on Wednesday, <laughs> but you, you don't like that, huh? Yeah. But yeah. on Wednesday, we're going to talk about Black Friday sales. So um, the companies that we deal with and other companies out there, we're going to talk about all the Black Friday stuff. That's going on. Like I, I think that uh, Brownells is starting their Black Friday stuff early. So here's the here's the Caltech stuff I see on here. I mentioned the RDB for 709, the CMR um, that Richard is holding up, not the flat dark earth one. CMR, they've got it for 395. Wow, that's like $200 cheaper than my local gun store. Yeah, so that's pretty good. They've got the Caltech RFB, which is the 308. I have one of those. Um, I actually really like it. Uh, they've got that for thirteen hundred. Those aren't cheap, and they don't. And Keltec does not make a lot of those, by the way. Uh, let's see what what else we got here. They've got the SU sixteen A for five seventy nine. They've got a uh, uh, a Glock seventeen sub two thousand for three forty nine. Lots of good things. Um, the Keltec RDBS, which is the one that is only for the, the people survival. who survival. Yeah, that's the one if you drink your own pee. That's what, that's what I want. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it actually is cool. It is cool. It is a cool. It looks cool and all that, but it's a kind of like California style one. They've got that for $992. Oof. So Gun Prime has lots of uh, cool stuff up there. I'd like to see you get Frank and Armory and, and those guys on and talk about the new legislation that they're trying to propose and how that's going to affect them. I saw Mac did a video. Um, Cody Boy did a video. Was it HR seventeen seventy five? Um, uh, I think it's seven. Yeah, seven one. What is it? Seven one one five. We were talking seven, about one, yeah, seven, yeah, yeah. Seven one one five. We were talking about that yesterday. Um, I haven't spoken to Franklin Armory about it. They were on, and we were. They're always see the whole thing with Franklin Armory. You know, quiet as it's kept. They are trying to come up with solutions for for people who um, live in states where the states are trying to put walls in front of them in terms of the Second Amendment. So that's what they're always trying to do. They believe strongly in the Second Amendment. And they're trying to help out people and come up with solutions. For example, Franklin Armory has the only California approved AR-15 pistol. That's one you guys had last week on the podcast. He was talking about that. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure they don't like it, just like the rest of us don't like it. This uh, this proposed law, 7115, HR 7115, the 3D, the 3D uh, gun ban or whatever it is. Yeah, 
Um, it's going to do a lot of stuff. It's pretty broad ranging in the language and all that kind of stuff. We are completely against it. We suggest everyone go out there and make lots of noise about it and push back on it. Don't let this even come close to being a law. It's going to effectively um, kill a huge part of the uh, gun industry, including including what I do, what you guys do, yeah. because it basically says you can't talk about this thing electronically. So just consider that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So uh, by the way, SoCal Gunner says, I love my RDBC. So he's got the RDBC. There you go. Um, he has one. He says he loves it. Very cool. Richard, you had a question you were going to ask before I go on to other stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. There there was another company, and I hate to step on Franklin Armory because what they're doing is cool. The There was a company that did an AR-15, but it had a pump action on it. So instead of you got to pull the charging handle like Franklin right. Armory. They, yeah. they had a you no know, no gas system and just a, a pump action, like a pump action shotgun. Yeah, I think there's um, there's some other things like that out there. What do you guys think about the pump action thing? Would you rather do the pump action or, or run the uh, charging handle? Boy, I think your arm is out there. Any gun is better than no gun with California laws. As long as they still get options to buy stuff, it sucks that it has to come down to that. But... If it makes something legal so the residents and our fellow uh, 2A members out there can still have options to buy new and innovative things, by all means, as long as it's not a gimmick or, you know, something like that, by all means, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you can um, do something, you know, it's – I listen – do what you got to do. Protect yourself. I think ultimately we need to push back against all this crap that exists uh-huh. out there. It's getting a little bit ridiculous. So, you know, that's my feeling on it. Um, you know, if we keep I think if we keep accepting like what we're, what we're doing is finding workarounds and that's fine. I, I agree with that. I support that. But I think also we have to just start pushing back on all the crap that's going on out there. Otherwise, we're going to keep losing more and more of our freedoms. That's kind of like what I'm talking about um, here with Florida when people think, hey, that just happened to Florida. I don't need to worry about it. Well, you know, if you go back two years ago, Florida didn't need to worry about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so let's get into that, Richard. Um, lots of crazy stuff going on in the elections here. What do you know? How do you see it? You're also here in Florida. Yeah. Okay. So my normal residence is to the south in Palm Beach, and my wife and I are active in the Tea Party. And she was going down. Um, was it Sunday morning, seven a.m. to the supervisor elections in Palm Beach, to you know watch the recount as you know somebody on the Repu- Republican side. And she asked one question of Susan Butcher, and she said, "You can't tell me what to do," and chased her out. Uh, so that that woman's a little unhinged. But the, the big thing is it looks like uh, Gillum lost and that DeSantis won. That, that seems to be confirmed. It's looking like Rick Scott is going to be the winner, even though it's a narrower margin. But the thing that um, Matt Caldwell won yeah. election night. And, right. The Agriculture Commission job. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, that's the gentleman you had on here a while back, the agricultural guy. He's the one yes. that lost, correct? Yes. Matt. Well, he yes. won. Matt Caldwell won. But somehow, mysteriously, these Democrats came up 
with some votes. It's a very narrow election. They came up with some votes, and now apparently he didn't win. But wow. it's still not settled. So, it's still not settled out. We're fighting that out right now. Okay, go ahead. So now Nikki Freed is basically the ag is it ag chairman, ag supervisor, agri- agricultural commissioner. Yeah. And the problem with that is while she can't change the rules, she can't change the laws, but she can slow walk. Um, oh, I got to tell the other part of the story. In, in Florida, the state police don't give us the uh, carry permit. It's the ag commissioner gives us the carry permit. And that was for a couple of reasons. One of them, they're like, ah, who needs money? It's the ag commissioner. You know, they needed money. So they gave the CCW permit to them. Now, the problem with that is she can slow walk permits. She can, you know, throw a monkey wrench in the works, basically. I didn't say monkey. Is this the same girl that forgot the password down there and everybody didn't get their CCWs for a while? Is that the same Uh, department? uh, No. uh, No, that's that's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, that person lost her job, but she was giving permits out. But even though she couldn't do a thorough background check, so that that was a little nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing. It, the the what's happening here is if you have um, someone like this get into this position and they're clearly anti-gun, they're going to do every single thing they can to make it very difficult. Lots of people worrying about that right now here in Florida. Uh, From what I heard, there's lots of people scrambling, trying to get their CCWs before she actually takes that office. I don't think this whole thing's over. I know Matt Caldwell's actually suing and uh, fighting it. There's investigations going on and all that kind of stuff here in the state of Florida. So it's not necessarily a done deal, but it's pretty close to a done deal. And it, and Democrats will be happy to get whatever they can that they can get in there and, and run an insurgency on the Second Amendment here in Florida. And I think I'm going to tell you, the people who I think are to blame for this the most are the people who have been running Florida for the last several years. We can at least go back 10 years and say these people have been running. We can go back 20 years, right? They've been running Florida. Scott's been running it. The Republicans have right. been controlling Florida. And they haven't done anything about the elections. All they've thought about in terms of corruption in the elections, all they've done so far as I can see is think about their next election. Oh, I'm governor. Now I want to be a senator. You know, then so that's the that's why I think we're here. Go ahead, Richard. I I think Rick Scott. So here's the problem. Both um, Brendan Snipes and uh, Susan Butcher are ladies of not white. They're not white ladies. So they're a double protected class. And I don't think Scott or anyone wanted to remove them, even though Brenda Snipes had multiple issues in the past over the past. uh, And she had the judge rules against her. She's been charged, right? Well, you know what it is? I, I've had this argument with my wife. There's no teeth in it. it. You know, nobody's saying, hey, you're going to spend the night in jail, the week in jail or whatever. If you don't comply, the judge orders something. There's no teeth in it. Yeah. In I don't know how it works, how they they suss this out. But basically, if you pour a bunch of votes into the box, they get counted, whether it's mm-hmm. legal or not, wherever they came yeah. from. They just get smacked on the hand for all the shenanigans they get up to. 
And and then the rest of us have to live with it. And we are supposed to feel sorry for the Republicans here. We're supposed to feel sorry for Scott. Sorry for Caldwell. I do. You know, listen, I think Matt Caldwell is a cool guy. We had him on. I think he's a good guy. I think he was pro gun and all that kind of stuff. But look, he supported Scott. Scott put gun control in effect here in Florida. The rest of the Republicans here in Florida, in my opinion, personally, and really no different than Democrats, to be honest with you, right? They allowed all this oh, kind yeah. of stuff to go down. They didn't fight back or push back against corruption. What were they thinking? They, were they thinking that Democrats wouldn't do anything that they could here to get at them? And then on top of that, on top of that, they had so much time that they were like, oh, we're going to put gun control into effect. You had the school shooting, unfortunate, terrible thing happened here in Florida. And these guys just jumped on it and all our heads were spinning. And here in Florida, where a couple of years ago, no one thought this would ever happen in Florida. Now, today we have um, some pr- some pretty aggressive gun control in effect in Florida. I'd like, I'd like to propose something that I would really like to see done. I would like to see the day of voting a state holiday or a federal holiday where everybody has the opportunity to go and vote. Right. I think that something so important as in, in voting, because it's your future that you're voting for, regardless if you disagree or agree with what's on the table, you have the option to, to voice your opinion with a vote. I think, I'd like to see state holidays for voting day or a federal holiday where everybody has a chance to go and express. This is to the foundation of our country. And it should be set forth as a, not not like a holiday, but it would have to be recognized that in order to make it to go through all the houses and stuff. Yeah, here's the thing. I think, look, that sounds um, noble and nice. You know, I'm not not saying it's a bad idea, but the thing is like, I don't take really any days off, even if I'm taking days off. So. And I still go vote. I think there's lots of ways for people in America to vote legally. I think we also have the technology that exists today that we can have fair elections. Okay, we can verify our election process. What we have to do is allow that to happen. And then we have to crack down on anyone who tries to mess around with it. That's not just for us because we're gun guys or we're conservatives or you know, whatever it is, it's for everyone in America that, you know, today it might that this corruption might go in your favor. Tomorrow it goes against it. We have to get rid of that. We have to make people's voices valid and verifiable. Uh, And that to me is more important than taking a day off. You can find ways to do it. You can vote by mail. You can early vote. You can go down there. You know, it should, you know what? It shouldn't even take when there's people waiting on lines for hours. That's bullshit. We're in yeah, they, said that they, they shut the power off or something, a couple of them, and people were standing around three and four hours to vote because the essentially unplugged. Yeah, but it shouldn't even be that. So the, the whole question of having a holiday off for it, I think, look, go vote, get up early, go vote, or come into work late. Hey, I went to vote, right? You know, but... Well, how about this? Create an app that you log into the DMV, and the day of the vote, you have to log on, Verify that you it's you by your phone number and an email with a picture and your signature that's predetermined when you get your license so you're on record. That way everybody can just log on to the DMV website. They know it's you. They've got your driver's license ID, your social security number, a valid phone number, and a working email 
that's designated four forms of identification right there. They can just log on to the state DMV website and they could vote right there. Um, I think you're the thing here. Here's the thing that I think. I think that our politicians don't want to do anything about this. So we could sit here and we could just like come up with all kinds of shit. And we, or I mean, it's not even shit. We're, we've got good ideas, but they don't want to do right. this. Politicians don't want to fix anything. They want to create right. problems. Right. They want to they want to validate their existence by allowing problems to exist. We are voting in America like we were back in, uh, you know, 1776 or something. So right. the, the problem is what politicians have said is there's no power in yes. There's power in no, because if I deny something, then you have to be nice to me to get that thing. So if it's a yeah, building permit. Right. Right. Whatever it may be. And that's the thing that I'm kind of pissed off. So let's go a little more national. They're saying, oh, after the midterm election, we'll do fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, F no. You know, you got the House. You got the Senate. You got the presidency. Write them bills. Sign them bills. Get them through. Yep. And none of that. Yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Um, uh, Crackpot says we already had the – Yes, Crackbot says we already have the Real ID Act to verify the person is a citizen, as well things like passport. That's true, but not every state has put that into effect. Florida has, yeah. by the way. Florida has put that into effect. It is very difficult to get a driver's license in Florida. <laughs> um, and the driver's license are actually pretty complicated if you've gotten one recently. Um, but the rest of the oh, country has with commercial one. driver's licenses. Oh, my God, the stuff I've got to do to go get my commercial driver's license. Yeah. Well, but the rest of the country hasn't come on board because there's states that don't want to do it for lots of different reasons. Look, these guys want people who are here illegally to vote. They want people who are dead to be able to vote. They, there's all there's all kinds of things. They want people who are felons or, you know, there's all kinds of weird stuff that's going on. They want everyone to vote because because they feel like those people are going to vote for them. I don't care who it is that's going to vote. If you can, if you can legally vote in America, you should be able to vote and your vote should your vote should count. It should be verifiable. We have the technology to do this. We've had it for a long time. Uh, the system, I've talked about this before, and Richard, you know more about this than I do, but the system that upholds Bitcoin can be blockchain. used. Yeah, blockchain can be used to verify votes. Right there. Right there it exists. Right? Where people yep. can go online. You, every, you, you, it'll verify that you only voted one time. You can vote early. They can give you a window to vote. They can let you research everyone you're voting for. Look those people up. Look up the issues and all that kind of stuff and vote. We could do it. It's it's not. It's like the easiest thing to actually do in the world. Okay. Yeah. If if we have blockchain, that'll definitely true the vote, and that'll basically sunlight is the best disinfectant. Everybody will be able to analyze the blockchain and see who's responsible, who did what vote, those kinds of things. Uh, you got to work out the anonymity part because I don't necessarily want, you know, to even know who I voted for. I'm teasing. But that that's the only issue I see with blockchain right now. But the ability that I can, hey, see, my vote was counted. It was registered. And I voted for the people I wanted, that it counted exactly as I, you know, entered the ballot. Yeah. That's they don't want to do it because then they can't skew the numbers on the votes. It's pay to play. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
Yes, they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. Um, and even I would go further. I think we should have almost like a starship troopers, you know, Heimline kind of like rule here. If you if you don't go out there and actually serve and do your time, you know, you could be a person. You could you could live in society and do whatever you want to do. But you should have to pay a price even f- for the ability to 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 vote. Um, but we're not getting any of that stuff because it's guaranteed if you serve. Say that again. Starship Troopers. I think the catchphrase was citizenship is guaranteed. Yes, ab- absolutely. We should have something like that just to make people understand like why this is so important. And if you don't want to do it, if you don't give a shit about it, you don't care about it, then you consent to be ruled by the people who do care about it because those people vote and those people serve in government and all that kind of stuff. But guess what? We're not going to get anything like that because the politicians are basically ruling us. They're enslaving us. It's, it's a massive mental enslavement, and we're just going along for it. And the reason why the Second Amendment is so important in this, because these things are the only way that you can push back on these people's asses, right? This is how you go, no, no, guys, I'm not taking it anymore. So honestly, what they want to do is make sure that you don't have this, because it's more of us than that. There's not, there's not a big enough force. There's no, like... You know, there's no National Guard, Army, police force or anything like that that's big enough to stop us as people if we decided to do something about it. Of course, me individually, you individually, they can absolutely do that. But, you know, well, I I think for the most part, we have the illusion of choice. You know, we think we're choosing. We think we have a voice in the government. We think we're doing the right thing. And that's why we're all passive. Yeah. And, And I'm not don't get me wrong. I'm not you know, promoting any active anything, but uh, we need to be more active in our politics. And it's a shame that in Florida, the vote is nearly 50-50 for these guys. We should be knocking it out of the park. I, I was at the gun show this weekend working the Tea Party booth, and there are a lot of angry people. And what we need to do is really mobilize and get people so If you sit in front of Starbucks, the Democrats always do voter registration in front of Starbucks because they know they're going to get, you know, Democrat voters there. We need to do voter registrations at gun shows everywhere we can where we know there's going to be Republicans. And we, we need basically it's a numbers game because nobody here, you know, no gun guy in Florida was voting for a Democrat. It wasn't going to happen. And likewise, no liberal in Florida was going to vote for a Republican. And then it's the grab for the middle, which unfortunately my my congressman, Brian Mast, who is EOD tech, he lost both legs. And when he was running the first time, he's like, I'll meet you at the range. I'm a gun guy. We'll go shooting together. I'll meet you at the range. What range you want? Like, no, no, it's okay, man. I don't have to meet you at the range. Now he doesn't even go on Mark Levin because he's making the grab for the middle because Palm Beach is majority Democrat. Mm-hmm. So he his district spans you know Palm Beach County and Martin County, and it's more heavily Democrat than Republican. So he's going moderate, and he's he's all for a gas operated ban on firearms. And I texted him last night. He hasn't gotten back to me. Not mm-hmm. not like we're text buddies. But I'm like, hey, where do you stand on this HR? What is it? Eleven seventeen. It's uh, I believe it's seven one one five. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Armament and Axis gave us two bucks to say in uh, the choice of voting for, uh, for the less 
of two evils. I think that's true, but that's why we have. So either here's the, here's the options that we have in this whole thing. This is the same options we have in Florida as we have in the country. Here's what you could do. You could just give up and you can go, fuck it. I'm not going to vote. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to vote or anything like that. Who cares what happens? And then, you know, if you're a gun guy and that's the way that you feel about voting, then don't waste your money buying guns because in the next couple of years, guns will be 100% illegal in America and don't believe you're going to be grandfathered in. You won't be able to own it because you'll be a felon. So that's just going to be the reality of that. Now, obviously we're saying, and and I'm agreeing with you that there's not a huge massive difference between what Democrats are up to and what Republicans are up to. They're all lying to us. If you had Project Veritas, if you notice something, Project Veritas is going after the Democrats, right? But if they actually went after Republicans, they would show how those guys are full of shit too. They're, they're, you know, they're just pandering to us. They're just saying that they believe what we're saying. As, as Richard said earlier, that when these guys had a super majority two years ago and we kept saying, okay, when are you guys going to do this? They just kept saying, oh, just wait till the midterms. They just try to, we'll do it. Yeah. They just try to pimp us down to the next election. So you have that problem. I think if we demanded a change in how this happens, you know, if we demanded a change, if we if we demanded voting that was verifiable, OK, that the people who could legally vote in America and you could verify that this person is a citizen, that they have the right to vote wherever they are and and that they vote one time, it's all doable. I'm not talking about anything that's impossible or pie in the sky or a pipe dream. It's all reality. It could be done. There's people who have already set up systems. Am I wrong, Richard? Yeah, we're, you know, we're all talking about it. There's a lot of tech people involved in this. Uh, This came to prominence after the Alan West vote. So Alan West was my congressman prior. And all of a sudden, Alan West was winning, and then they found a whole bunch of votes. And Alan West didn't want to contest it. But there there was voting irregularities in that also. And nobody went to jail. And here's the reason why I think like we're all worried about this. And I'm going to tell you, this is why they're going after everything electronically. This is why they're trying to shut down the YouTubers. If we had a real system, okay, this is why they're trying to shut down people like us on social media. Because if we had a real verifiable system, here's what would happen. This two-party system would disappear. And I'll tell you why. Because people, people could run their own campaigns, it's pretty much right like from their it's, phone. It's very close to what you have going on with Trump. There's the Republican Party did not really support Trump. Trump is an anarchist choice. OK, Trump was out there making his own noise, making his making waves and stuff like that. You know, he's got a massive uh, Twitter account and all that kind of stuff. And he was talking to people himself. And what I'm saying is that there's going to be more of that. But this is this is not what they want. But if there's more of that and then and then those people are able to get out there, do live shows, talk on their social media and tell people from everywhere, from 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 your local dog catcher, mayor, sheriff and all that, all the way up to congressmen and senators and the president, people will just be able to say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to run. I'm going to run for Senate. You know, and they could talk to their constituents and tell them and communicate with them and 
and and then those people could vote for them and then those people will be able to keep track of what they're doing and if they lie to them and they don't keep up their promises and and they go oh wait till the midterms when the midterms come around there'll be someone else that's like okay listen this guy lied to us let's kick him out and move on it will come closer to fixing this problem and they don't want this these guys want to lock us into this bullshit for the next hundred years you know, Trump's yeah. the prime yeah. example that it works because look, he was all over Twitter before the, you know all the elections and everything, and he's having fun. He's just trolling all of CNN and all those guys, and it comes natural to him, and he loves doing it. But social yeah. media and the access that people have today, just like my grandson, man, he's had a cell phone since he was able to hold one. Not like actually be able to call stuff, but you know, have one in his hands and watch videos and learn and do the, the, the schooling and stuff, the kids today are all growing up and all this technology, it's going to become that basic, that simple, to where as long as you got connection to the Internet, you, anybody can run. Everybody can run. So um, Cyrus 308 says, Hank, don't forget Donald Trump said, take the guns first and worry about due process and we'll take care of the bump stocks already yeah. talked. Yes, I agree with that. I am not saying that Donald Trump is on our side as gun guys. You guys hear no, no, me no. here. If you watch this show, you hear me having that conversation with Walter all the time. I, I'm not saying I don't support him either. I'm saying that we can't trust these guys. We can't leave this stuff up to them. We, we need to settle this once and for all. We need to, uh, are there enough people in America that believe in the second amendment or not? And then what are we gonna do, right? If we're, if we're not, Let's figure it out. Let's verify it. And then let's figure out what we're going to do from there, from that point. But, but yeah. what I'm saying to you that the ability, the tools, they exist to change this game. Nobody wants to change the game because it benefits all of them. Trump doesn't want to change the game. None of the Republicans want to change the game. You know, Democrats don't want to change the game. Everyone that's in power right now as gun guys, we're sitting here every day worrying about this, thinking like, what the hell is going to be next? What are they going to take from us next? And it's like, why do we have that? Everyone fell into complacency because Trump is the president. Everyone's, well, I don't have to think about it. Don't have to look at this. That's how we got here. Okay. But what I'm saying to you is what we need is a better system. If we don't do that, at some point, we're going to come to real hard decisions. It's either we're going to give up our guns or we're going to fight. And that's it. That's like the direction that we're headed in. But before we get there, I would, you know, if we had these things, that's what I'm trying to tell you. If we could actually get this, then we can change things. But are we going to get it? I don't know. I don't I don't think that it behooves the Republican Party to do it because here's what happens to Republicans. Here's what happens to Democrats under like an actual fair voting system in America or in the world. The money disappears. They're not in charge of the money anymore. OK, it's what's happening in the world right now when it comes to marketing and advertising. Have you guys noticed that you don't know people don't look at TV anymore? People look at YouTube. They look at social media. Right. We still buy stuff, but it's not in the hands of those guys. It's in the hands of everyone now. Right. Yeah, it's, it's more decentralized. Like yes. when, when you grew up in New York City, there were three stations. You know, it was ABC, CBS and NBC and maybe PIX 11. And that's where they spent the money. The, they got all the ed money from the people running for elections. Now you're running elections on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I've seen ads all over. And unfortunately, a buddy of mine ran for uh, the Libertarian 
uh, ticket governor of New York, and he lost. But uh, he ran he ran a good campaign, and he ran it with just a little bit of money and a lot of social media. So it's possible, and, and like you're saying, I think the call to action. One, register everybody you know, and two, people like you and me got to go out there and run for office because that's the only thing that's going to change it. Yeah, the problem is, is that it, but in their system, in this current system that exists, it's, it's, a, two, it's a two-party system. That's what we're up against, right? I voted for independent people in this election that just went by. Um, Everyone tries to do it. I don't believe that people should just not vote. I don't believe in that. I think you should vote. You should take control of it. So our options are either take over the Republican Party or the Democratic Party, take over one of those two parties, or create our own thing. Our own thing is not as viable as people think it is because there's, you know, there's just not enough there. You know, the, Look, the, it, all the it, money is in the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Right. Right. In New York, when, when you went to the voting booth, did you vote in New York? Were you old enough? No, no. The first time I voted the, was in were, New Jersey. Yeah, the, there's like 30 different parties. You know, there there was the rent is too high party. You know, yeah, there huh, there's all sorts of yeah. I met that guy. Yeah. Yeah, but, I remember that stuff. I didn't get my citizenship until 2003, so that's the first time I voted. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when everybody talks about a third party, there's many third parties. And it's unfortunate. I think the biggest third party is probably the Libertarian Party. And I agree a lot with what they talk about, what, what their principles are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kenny Van Cleve says, I think Trump is a third party all by himself. I agree with that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like Trump is moving on his own. He's not moving with the Republicans. He's not moving with the Democrats. He's kind of in the middle. That's what makes him dangerous. If he feels like he wants to get as a as a man, as a man who's ego driven, which we all are. Right. If he wants to get some love and he can make a deal and take away this gun thing from us or whatever, He's going to fucking do that, man. You're going to wake up. You're going to wake up one morning and it's going to be like, oh, yeah, the bump stock thing. They're they're pretty close on that one. I think there was like a false uh, alarm that went out there about about the bump stock ban nationally. Right. And then that got pulled back because they're still looking at it, thinking of it. There's no it's not a law. It's not signed in or anything like that. But, you know, we can wake up. Florida, and we that got one's it. in effect. Yes, we have it in Florida. It exists in other states. It shouldn't. There's a thing called the Second Amendment. Everyone's ignoring that. So the options and, here. Go ahead. And, and the the slick MF politicians. I, April fifteenth, Tea Party had a rally, and Rick Roth was there. And my wife was like at him for thirty minutes. Couldn't get a word in edgewise. He couldn't. That is. And he's like, "Oh, we're already rolling that back. We're we're going to make amendments to it. We're going to repeal that." So my wife texted him just recently. She's like, hey, how's uh, repealing the bump stock going? No yeah. answer. You know, Nobody's they, doing it. Yeah. Gunfather they they says, give you all the lip service. Sorry. Yeah, we looks like we lost Tyvin here. He, maybe we'll, pro- yep. we'll probably get him back. He probably went into a uh, dead spot or something like that. Uh, Gunfather says problem with the Libertarian Party is uh, most of the party who run as Libertarians are not really Libertarians. That's true. <laughs> I'm back. Know, the, yeah. Hey, Tyvin, what's up? Yeah. Die. Um, Jafari H says Jonathan a tactical toolbox. Um, okay, he says tactical toolbox is trying to do 
something involving subconscious manipulation with his new videos to get people comfortable seeing firearms again. Um, that's right, interesting. So uh-huh. The Archangel, uh, why can't I say that? Archangel says, since when does state laws supersede federal laws? So here's the issue. This is the states are like the landowners who hired a landscaper to mow the lawn and trim the hedges. That's what the Constitution is. The Constitution is designed to limit the federal government to external activities of foreign trade and negotiations, those kinds of things. Technically, the federal government does not supersede the states. That's kind of like the landscaper telling you how to build your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was always thought that federal law always superseded any state, local, or city law. Um, well, yeah, the- that's how how it's been kind of implemented over time. Yeah, but the feds have to be able to roll in. They have to be able to roll in and do something about that. So let's say California says, hey, guess what? Weed, 100% legal for recreation, uh, uh, medicinal purposes, whatever the hell you want to do with it. And the federal government's like, no, I don't think so. Are they they willing to roll some soldiers down there and enforce that? Because if they're well, I not, think that then, would supersede an uprest in society in that area. That's why they don't enforce all the drug laws out there. Do you know where the law ultimately the law resides in our brains? Right. This yep. is where right it ultimately that. resides. It resides in our brains. It's this imaginary thing. It's just like money. It's an imaginary thing that we all created so that we could live together in a polite society. That's what it is. There's lots of people who are out there like, I don't care about the laws. I'm going to kill people. I'm going to rape people. I'm going to take that person's property. I don't give a shit about the laws. There's lots of people who are out there saying that and doing that. And they believe it. Yeah, that's what they believe. It's all here. It's all here. The only thing that you have to stop that person, if you disagree with them, is your ability to fight that person, to fight back in that moment. And so so overall, the, the laws inside of a state that they try to impose on the people of that state comes down ultimately to the people. If there's one person or few people out there saying, hey, this is crazy, we got to stop this, then then those people and those people are surrounded by people who don't care, you know, or who believe the opposite, then those people are in trouble. And that's the thing. That's really what we're dealing with here. That's why all of this is going in the opposite direction, because when we have rallies and stuff like that here in Florida and around the country, a couple hundred gun guys show up, maybe a thousand. And then something else happens and all the media is going to be there and everybody wants to get on TV and look cool. And then it's a couple, you know, tens of thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people to show up for that shit. Not enough people really care about freedom. People are giving up um, their their responsibility when it comes to freedom just because life is so fucking easy for everyone. That's yeah. why I disagree about them not teaching the Constitution and Right. And all that stuff in schools. The the kids have lost the grip of of honor and respect for you know yourself your, your your fellow citizen. You know you don't ever see citizens arrest citizens arrest anymore. It's well, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Listen. The, the the this is a problem that's happening. Most people, I think right now, are just getting it too easy. Um, I think uh, earlier when I was talking about what happened in, um, you know, in Starship Troopers, people, someone, I think it was, um, I think it was Psycho 316 said that then we're just going to have a bunch of SJWs in the army. No, we're not. 
Like if you if you look at the movie, the movie was made by some communists and they try to turn things around, even though uh-huh. ultimately, if you look at that movie, they weren't they, the whatever they were trying to prove. They actually disproved it in the movie. If you look into it deeply enough, the reality of what Heinlein wrote is that if you go into the military and you have to serve and you have to take this risk, you're going to take it seriously. It's not a joke. You know, yep. and then you're going to take your responsibilities from then on seriously because you had to pay. You had to risk. You had to take the ultimate risk for that. And if you survive that, now you're going to feel responsible, just like if you worked really hard to build your business, to buy your home and have your possessions. You're not going to fucking give that. You know, you know, you're going to fight for those. Right. Because you worked hard for them because life was tough for you to build this and get there. I think the problem that we're having today in life, I'm not saying everyone, okay? But we have too many people in the world that things are just too easy. They're just born, they just fall through the world, they just get things, they feel entitled, and people should be giving them things and doing things for them. And therefore, like, there's not as many people upset or mad about these things or as passionate as we are. Well, there's just not people that care the way that we care. And that's what we're going up against. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ohio did not pass the red flag laws. Um, it was shot down today. Uh, with that, yeah, with that, and they had that CBS story about those police officers went in and took that guy, tried to take that guy's guns and ended up killing him. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. just straight out murder. But my question is, if an officer takes the oath and they work hard to get to the position that they're at and they see this stupid law that they're trying to enforce. That's one thing they teach you in the army. If you do not, if you feel that your order is unlawful, you don't have to follow that order. So my question is, is when those officers got those orders to go to that guy's house and seize his guns, didn't they see that's an unlawful order? That's against the norm. That's against our laws and our constitution. Why didn't somebody stand up on the low end, you know, crap rolls downhill? If you're the bottom person at the ladder and you're getting all the crap, why didn't somebody stand up and say, hey, morally, honorably, and respectfully, this is wrong. I'm not going to do it. Well, all those people in the police force are following orders. They don't question authority. Um, I don't think that those police officers saw it that way. I mean, that's why they I guarantee you they didn't. No, they're... They're doing what they're told to do. And I'll tell you what about federal employees. I know a little bit about this from the FAA. Anybody that's in a government job, all they want to do is get to their 30-year retirement without effing up. That's that's pretty much it. So whether these people just don't know the Constitution or just don't want to have anything to do with supporting it. They don't uh, want the responsibility. Right. right. Most people are living in the freaking matrix. Most individuals out there, it's like what I said yesterday. What happens if the president announces that there's aliens, there are overlords? Most people, including those police officers, are just going to get up. At, they're just going to get up tomorrow and go to work. That's like what most people even are going to do. The people, the people right around you, people in your family, your friends, they're just going to get up and go to work like it's an everyday regular thing, man. Even what I'm saying sounds absolutely insane to them. They're like, what the hell are you talking about? That's not going to happen. But that shit happens every day. Real crazy things happen every day. And in America, we don't go, oh, shit. <laughs> Most some of us do. Some of us see that and everyone thinks we're just crazy. You know, but most people don't see it that way. I think ultimately it, we're we're kind of like in the mi- minority. That's what's happening here. 
we're in the minority of people, those of us who think this way. The majority of people are really soft in the head and they don't they don't see all of this happening. They just want to live in the matrix. They just want to be a battery. You know, they just want to be like sheep led to the slaughter. It doesn't really if they live if they live a long life and is happy and everything is there for them and they've got their stuff, then they're fine. But then there's people like us. So what do we do at that point? Do we go like take over a state somewhere? You know, yep. that's, that's what you got to ask yourself. Maybe maybe that's what we have to do. Well, the, the day the you stop and question authority, is the day you be wisdom starts. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah. If if Florida goes blue, if Texas goes blue, there's no hope for this country anymore. And, and that's the problem. And, and in Florida. So we had 12 amendments and 11 of them passed. And one of them was to let felons vote. And guess who felons vote for when they're released? They vote for Democrats because they're easier on the felons. They don't mm-hmm. vote Republican. Yeah. Yep. So they're they're. They're doing their damnedest to turn Florida red. Yeah. You have to ask yourself, I think, how much do you really believe in this? Is like, is your shit really real? Are you really for real about it? That's what you have to ask myself. I ask myself that every day. I have to tell you guys that. I ask myself that every day. I'm thinking, man, I'm like fighting an uphill battle here. You know, I'm doing, I believe, I believe in this thing. I really do. I'm passionate about it. it it's like, it's, it's me. It's who I really am. So I'm here every day fighting. All the energy that I pour into this, I could pour that into some other thing and do a lot better and make a lot more money and be more popular or whatever. Live, just, just be awesome and ball out every single day. But I'm here fighting this thing that, that most people in the world hate me for fighting it. And, you know, like we're on YouTube and it's every single thing on YouTube's constantly against uh, what I'm doing and, and what guys like myself are doing. And there's other people out there making this choice. But this is this is the thing that everyone has to ask themselves. Do you really do you really believe in it? Because if you really believe in it, you're going to be in the minority. That's the reality that we're facing here. We think, oh, no, there's like there's a, everyone should believe what I believe in. It's so logical. It makes so much sense. And it actually doesn't. It doesn't make sense to people and they don't believe it. So ultimately, we have to ask ourselves if like we're the warriors, what are we going to do about that? Are we actually just going to go gather somewhere and start taking over shit, you know, and then like, hey, we're here. You leave us alone. We won't come mess with you. And then maybe if we feel like it, we get big enough. We're like, you know, we're running out of room. Let's take that state, (laughs) you know, because at that at that point, those people are just going to be pushovers. And you could probably just roll up in there and take over that state and they'll just go. They'll just they'll just roll over like your dog and comply. The thing is, is if that you're if you're not that person, you have to ask yourself, what the hell are you going to do about it? Yep. Well, just so you know, Hank, everybody appreciate what you do. We all honor you and respect you for what you're doing. You do have a big voice and helping us stand up and getting everybody knowledge and all that. Just so you know, a lot of us respect you for that. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Obviously, that's why I keep yep. doing it. I mean, if I thought I was just out here just talking to no one, I wouldn't do it at all. But that's why I do it. I just think that there are some people that do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think so. But I think that we're in the minority and we have to get used to to that concept. That we're in the minority of people because life is so easy. 
It's so easy now. If you think about it, you're not working. I, look, we everyone here, you guys are doing stuff right now. I'm doing stuff. Everyone, we're going all the time. But if you think about it, none of us are working as hard as our parents worked. There's oh, no, 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 not at all. Yeah. And if you think about well, it. That always worked two jobs. Yeah. Now compare, compare yourself to what your grandfather did. <laughs> I yep. mean, think about his time. You know, not only that, the hard work, but the luxuries or the amount of luxuries that we have. Yeah. You know, they slept on hay beds. You know, we've got Steely Posturepedic now. You know, life's Absolutely. easy, life's comfortable. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have, they could just pull this little thing out of their pocket and go, no, what's the water going to be today? <laughs> they didn't have, have that. a pocket full of dimes. Yeah, they didn't have that. They didn't have that they could, like, order some food. You know, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, let me just order some food. And some dude drives up. And gives the you <laughs> they right. had to go Uber out there. Eats. Like my my, I remember my dad when um he came to he came to visit me on the hacienda, and he was like, "Son, when when I when we were kids, you know, if you saw that that bird sitting right there, or that squirrel in your tree, we just got a rock, you know, and we would throw it <laughs> at that thing. Yeah, we would knock that thing out, you know, take it, cut it up, cook that thing up, man. That was food. If we didn't do that, we didn't eat, you yep. know." But here we are in a very short space of time. We're we're already soft. And when I say we, I mean me and you. We're already soft and our children are getting softer. Right. So how long does this last? They're going to win with time. They're going to win with time because there's less and less and less of us. I, I hear you, Hank, but I think it'll come to the point to where you can only push somebody for so long. You can only take so much away from people before they, they just, they're done. I, I'm not going to say like a civil war, but there'll be a point where it'll be a breaking point and people will say that's enough. And I think, yeah, I don't agree with Trump and everything that he, he stands for and what he says, but I think that's why he got elected because a lot of the people just was so fed up with all the, BS that, hey, enough's enough. Maybe this guy will make a change. Some of the things he's done has been good. I don't agree with some of the stuff that he's done. But I think it was an eye-opener for the Democrats and that whole group to say, hey, well, wait a minute. We need to back up a little bit. They are starting to resist. We need to regroup, recalibrate, and get it at a different angle. And you have to keep your eyes open to see that. Yeah, I, I think that's why that's why I said that I think that Trump is the anarchy president. You know, lots of people. The reason why he's president and not Hillary, because that's the one thing people are not that batshit crazy in America yet. Maybe, right. maybe soon. But in America, when we had our elections two years ago, people were like, no fucking way. There were Democrats that said no way. There were Republicans right. that said no way. There were independents that said no way. And Trump was the anarchy vote. Trump that was like, he was, we know what we're going to get with Hillary. And what we're going to get with him, we don't really know. It's a little bit crazy. And we'll just rock and roll with it. And and that's how we're here in the position. I'm not saying it's all bad, right? Nothing's right. all bad. Nothing's all good. It's what we make out of it. The thing is, is that like, you know, um, I agree with you. I think that people it's it's going to come to a point where, you know, either people are going to get so mad that they're going to go. Yeah, f- forget this. This can't happen anymore. Look, we're going to see that before we see it in America. We're going to see it in Europe. OK, if we're not already seeing it, there's people oh, yeah. in well, Europe that are sick and tired of what's going on. 
they're especially with all the language it. laws over there. There's a lot of people's like, what? This is this has gone too far. Yeah, you know, they don't have the freedom of speech over there. It's it's gone too far, and they're starting to speak up. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Richard. You were talking about Brexit that never so happened. It's supposed to happen. Yeah, they're slow on Brexit, and basically, uh, Theresa May just had the Brexit exit rewritten a little bit. So it's exactly the same, but they say they're not doing these things anymore, and they're going to be paying more to the EU to leave. So that that's not flying. So basically, she sabotaged the Brexit process. And that's historically what they've been doing in the EU. If somebody doesn't like what's going on or they vote against it, they just ignore it and do whatever they want. You know, um, the EU, yeah, that's what they're going to do here. Yeah, the EU ahead. is an unelected body. There's, you know, you might vote. You have the appearance of some sort of democracy in Europe if you're a member of the EU. You vote for politicians within your country, but they have nothing to do with the EU that actually controls everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at some point, there's enough people in England that at some point there maybe I'm not saying it's going to 100 percent that it's going to happen, but we may see it. There's going to be people that this is just too much. There's at some point people either say this is crazy. This is slavery or they go on with it for a long time. This is this is the thing. The question is, like, how much are people going to take before they break? Right. Well, I think that's even down to big organizations like we were talking right before the podcast. With all the stuff that's going on with their Prop 13 over there, Google just said, fine, we're not even going to mess with it. They shut down all those videos that you can't see in Spain now. They shut that whole country off. We're not even going to deal with it. We're done. Yeah, and maybe Spain has to get their act together. If the people of Spain, you know, accept that, then they accept that. But if the people of Spain are like, we got to stop this, then they could do something about it. It's the same. This is the thing for human beings. We can we can get to a point where we're like, hey, we're not going to do this, but we can't do it alone. That's the whole thing. Right. Yep. It's the whole thing. You, if you have a single stick or single broomstick or whatever, no matter how strong that thing is, you could break that. But if you've got a bunch of those all together, standing together, it's way more difficult to break it. And the more of them that you have to stand together, the more difficult that is. That could go either way. That could go either way in a lot of countries. This is. This is probably how Europe brought itself into World War II back in the day, in our grandfather's time, right? This is how they made that happen. So the question is, is that going to happen today? Or are people too pacified? Do people have so much stuff that they're like, look, if I could just get up every day and get my stuff, then I'm fine. (laughs) I'm not going to be mad about it. I think there's a problem of anonymity. And I don't mean anonymity like somebody's anonymous. I mean that nobody knows where Barack Obama lives. You can't go to his house and and yell and scream at him. Although down here at Mar-a-Lago, when the president's in town, they're outside. It's not that I'm advocating pitchforks and torches, but that mentality is that these people need to be held accountable. Like my guy, Brian Mast, if he comes to the Tea Party, we need to mob him and say, hey, what what the heck? What, what about, you know, semi-automatics? You got to back away from that. We need to show him that we're not going to vote for him. Now, as far as we carried it out is we voted there. He was primaried and we voted for his opponent in the primary. But in the general, we don't want a Democrat. So we voted for him. Yeah. 
I think that's what we have to do. I think we have to hold ourselves responsible. I think we can't just vote for Republicans here in Florida and then just feel sorry for Republicans and say, oh, poor you, poor you. These Democrats are terrible. What we should say to them is, dude, where the hell were you? What did you do about this corruption in Florida when you were in? I could tell you, Rick Scott, for one person, he is responsible for a lot of this. Oh, yeah. Where the hell was he? Absolutely. You know, absolutely. We have to ask these guys, where were they? Go ahead. Talk about the interviews. Talk about the bus you were talking about uh, with the Democrats that got shipped in. So uh, let's see. Saturday, um, got a call, you know, the Tea Party group in Palm Beach here. They they called up and, you know, a couple of phone calls, a text go around. Say, hey, we're going to meet here. Bring whatever signs you got and flags. So we're in front of the supervisor of elections on Saturday. And there's not even a dozen of us. There's barely any of us. But there's a whole busload of Democrats with all sorts of signs. Oh, they had Trump helium baby balloons, the Trump baby that was in England. I thought it was cute. Yeah, you should have got a couple of those. (laughs) Yeah, they were nasty. just just, Just go over there and take it from them. They believe in socialism and go like, this is not your Trump baby anymore. This is my Trump baby now. You need to share with us Republicans. Yeah. So they had one guy on a bullhorn, you know, young guy yelling F Trump, F Trump in uh, Telemundo and a couple of, you know, TV stations were there. Well, one of our guys walks over there because it was shady and they start asking him, hey, how much an hour are you getting paid? He said, I'm getting 25 an hour. He's lying. They're all getting paid to come down in protest and they have, you know, everything organized. And, and that's the other thing is where, you know, hey, we're working, we're doing whatever. There, there are a whole bunch of weekends. I wasn't even in the same state, so I couldn't do this stuff. But they're finding people they can pay to show up. And I've actually done this. I've gone out there and I've interviewed people in, you know, the Democrats demonstrating at events, at conservative events. And they don't know what to say. If you start asking them questions, they don't know why they're there or what they're doing. Like the person in charge tells them, don't say anything. You know, meanwhile, the second you walk away, they'll start yelling after Trump or something. But you put a camera in their face and ask them questions. They, they can't answer anything. They just shut up. That's borderline voter intimidation, too. That's like unlawful. If it's paid, right? If they're paid. Yeah, but here's the problem. So on on the opposite side of that, no one's doing anything about it. There's no there's no one out there saying, let's um, organize uh, an opposite reaction to that. There's no one. And listen, I'm not saying you have to get paid. You don't have to get paid for it. But the problem is we're trying to be all honorable and whatever. And there's no one putting money into this. In the gun industry, for example, most people are quiet. There's a lot of people sitting on the fences waiting to see what what happens. And they're not you know, they're not putting their money where their mouth is. And they're the ones that are going to turn around, uh, you know, very shortly here and they won't be able to make what they're making. But they're not fighting back. They're not putting any money into this. And the people on the other side are willing to do it. That's how they got all these um, these congressional seats. Right. Bloomberg just dropped money oh, yeah. yep. into a bunch of states. Well, there are two problems with that. One problem was we had 43 uh, Republicans retire in the House. And I. I kind of say F you to all of them because they're retiring because they they got term limited out of their uh, committee chairmanships. And they just didn't want to be a regular member of Congress or they they got a job on Fox News. So there, yeah. there's a lot of people like Jason Chaffetz. I mean, what, if I saw him in the street, I, 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 I probably wouldn't do anything, but. 
Yeah. Like, think about it. The thing is, is that, hey, you know what? They honestly shouldn't be there. We we either have to like we either have to be able to organize and fight this politically with money or we have to be able to fight this in other ways. The other way is the is the last, you know, the last choice that any of us want to make. So we have to be able to fight this somehow. And this is the way they don't control this. They don't have control of this. Uh, You know, obviously, YouTube owns this and this place owns it or whatever. But we're the ones that it's us. It's us saying, no, we have a voice. We know what it is now. It doesn't matter what laws you make. We're not we're not giving up that voice. That is how I think we can change this. Maybe not right now, but we can change it by going. Yeah. You know what? We're not following the Republican Party anymore, just as they're saying it. Maybe we take it over and we don't let these people that are no different from Democrats run the party and make choices because that's what's happening here in Florida. Republicans are now like, oh, there's so much there's so much corruption, the Democrats in Florida and there's Republicans in Florida. What like they have they have nothing to do with it. Haven't they been running the party? Haven't they been holding the the major political offices? Haven't they been in power all this time in Florida? What the hell were their assets doing? Yeah, they weren't doing anything. They weren't doing anything. This all worked for them. They were all fine with that. And then what most of us are going to do, like, oh, no, the poor Republicans, they're getting cheated. They didn't do anything. Well, the thing is, if you see Scott interviewed about this, about this uh, Snipes and Butcher, Butcher, Uh, He just changes the subject. He never answers, how come you didn't remove them from office? You had the ability to remove them from office years past when they were doing things wrong. He just changes the subject, doesn't doesn't answer the question. She got promoted. She's getting $180,000 a year. Yeah. For working like two weeks a year. All they had to do was open investigations. You got evidence that this person was doing something wrong. Lock their asses up. Make it hurt make people realize, yeah, no corruption in Florida anymore. But these guys didn't do that. They just thought about running for the next political office. They just thought like, oh, what's your strategy? Oh, we're going to tell them if they don't vote for us, then they're going to be in worse trouble. We'll tell them, oh, wait till the midterms. <laughs> That's what That was their strategy. That's what we're dealing with. So the reality of it, I could sit here and tell you guys, oh, just keep supporting Republicans. I became a Republican. Okay, I'm I'm in the Republican Party. What we could do is take over the party, okay, or figure out ways to run our own parties. But it's going; it's not easy. It's not going to be easy, right? Lots of people have tried to do it. So that's the thing. Okay, listen. Lola says we got to switch over, go to some other stuff. Let's go to some guns. Yeah, I was getting ready to say we're an hour and a half in. We've only had one gun porn. Yeah, Born. let's go to some gun stuff. Who's got? Okay, uh, okay. What do you have? Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously, Tyvin, you don't have anything to show. So let's show some stuff no. here. Um, you know what? I, I got a new talk gun about? this weekend. Oh, okay, cool. What is that? It, oh, it's, it's the uh, little brother to to that. Oh, okay. So I got the uh, LCP two. Cool. And I usually carry that. The LC nine, LC nine S. Yeah. I bet you didn't tell those guys over at Caltech about that. But <laughs> I bought the clone of their gun. Yeah. Don't let uh, just a top tip. When you go back over there and you're talking to Chad, don't let Chad see that LCP too. <laughs> Caltech's not going to be too happy about that. You know, Don't what's really crazy. Yeah. Caltech got ripped off. Ruger ripped off the LCP from Caltech. Wait, wait, who didn't Ruger rip off? Absolutely. But guess what? Then Ruger, Ruger upgraded the LCP to the LCP2 and made it better 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Caltech hasn't upgraded their um, uh, P3AT. So, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is there. So that's cool. Uh, have you shot that yet, Richard? No, nah, no. Nah. I, I got it on Sunday. Show it to us again. Show it to us again. Let's see. How much did you get for that, Richard? Uh, I got a nice deal at the gun show. It was two forty, you know, after tax and whatever. It was like two seventy or so. But is that uh, green? It's nice. No, no, it's no. black. Wow, it's my okay. That's green on my screen. That's why I was asking. It's a reflection yeah. off your computer. Yeah, that's all the ganja smoke in the truck. <laughs> clear up some of that. <laughs> clear up some of that ganja smoke. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> So, okay, so here's the thing. Let's go to optics here. So I haven't talked about uh, primary arms optic in a while, and we have a new primary arms optic in here that's out. Ooh. So it is the 3 to one, uh, three to 18 by 50. And um, it is... Take it a, out of the box. Take it out of the box. A, Let's yeah, see it. ACSS HUD DMR 308, first focal plane. And uh, this is like for your long distance shooting. Um, and I put up a link there. This is like, uh, here, hold on. Let me pull this up. Let me pull this up real quick before I show you guys this. Uh, wait, hold on. Let's so see. that'll go on my Safety Harbor 50 upper? Yes, yes, when you get one of those, when they're legal. Oh, so it is 50 cal rated. Um, no, I don't know if it's 50 cal. It's 308 rated. So, okay. uh, so the 3 to 18 by 50 first focal plane illuminated rifle scope. Uh, punches far outside of its weight class at three times mag- magnification. This is, I'm reading this stuff. Features first focal plane uh, reticle that is true at every magnification. Um, partial reticle illumination of the horseshoe and chevron is daylight bright. ACS head, ACSS HUD DMR. So it's self ranging, all that kind of cool stuff. I'm going to go into it here right now. Take it out of the, I opened up the box. It smells yeah. brand new. It smells brand new. Uh, I call dibs. Yeah. <laughs> and let me lock let me lock it here on, on, on this thing so I can show you guys. So here Does we go. it smell like cosmoline? Okay. Yeah, it does. It has like a weird smell that uh see there you go. Is this gonna go on the AR fifteen you and Mortar building for the giveaway or is this a promotional thing you're doing? No, it's not going on the AR fifteen. No, this just came in and we're testing it. So I'm gonna put this on a three oh eight, maybe a six five Grendel or something like that that we're gonna do. I mean, this is something that you would use if you're shooting like out to five, six hundred thousand yards kind of a deal. So, you know, I think uh I don't know if I can actually show you guys. I don't think I could. You guys are not going to see the reticle on there no matter what I do. But uh, it's actually, you know what? Here's the easy way. What am I thinking? I'll Put your light you. behind the rear scope of it. And it'll light it up and then point it toward the camera. No, actually, I'll just show it to you on the box. That's the easy way. Oh, okay. So there we go. There's the reticle. Boom. Sweet. So self-ranging. So And if you've, uh, if you've got a walking target and all that kind of stuff and – and this is the self-ranging here, and this is the the doesn't um, look too bendage and stuff like that. Yeah, these uh, ACSS reticles are really easy to use once you figure out how to do it. Uh, we've had Dimitri from Primary Arms on here talking about it. And by the way, I put up a link. If you guys follow that link, and um, and, and we've got a bunch of links um, for Primary Arms. You can always ask Lola or myself about it. You get free shipping. Plus, you get your choice of mount. For that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, if for anyone who's interested in that, and is that I'll, a thirty I'll millimeter this, ring. 
Uh, yeah, I, I'll throw this on a gun and I will, and there's six reticle illumination settings and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I will, I will put this on a gun and uh, test it and let you guys know. So, like yeah, by said, the way, I saw your video about you going to the Hacienda. I put it on there. I said, well, Hank never got over five mile an hour driving in the backyard. Yeah, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a long trip. It was a long trip. Um, you know, I had to stop and get gas. Did you see that part where I stopped and get yeah. gas? Yeah. No, you didn't see that? <laughs> uh, so, so there we go. So that's that. Let's see, Richard, what else? What do you got? What do I got? Ooh. Yeah. I got something else if you don't have something else. Five seven pistol. Oh, oh nice. Jealous, jealous. Wait, 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 wait. And the 30-round magazine. Can you, can you back it up just a little bit, Richard? Get a full view of it. Back, back up a little bit. There you go. Very cool. Very cool. How many rounds? Well, that's that's thirty mag. Yeah, thirty. Okay. The regular yeah. mag's twenty. Yeah. You know, I got a beveled uh, uh, pistol grip on it for easy load. Nah, nah. It's just pretty standard. Okay. I like that. But you got 20 rounds. You got to reload quick. Yeah. Uh, so who has, let us know if you have the 5.7 pistol out there. Um, I had a 5.7 pistol. I had a PS90. Uh, both awesome. You know, um, I wound up selling them so I can get other guns to make videos and all that crazy stuff that you uh, that you have to do when you're, when you're making uh, YouTube videos. So... Um, yeah, I regret that. That's why I bring them out whenever I know Hank's around. I bring out my 5.7 PS90 just to yeah. like, oh, Hank, look at this. Yeah, he just wants me to be jealous. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he's evil. He's evil. <laughs> so, he okay. Right, so I'm jealous. Yeah, well, you know, can't have it all. Well, actually, you can't. You can't have it all if you want. <laughs> if you're willing to work until you drop dead, you can have it all. Okay, so here, by the way, Palmetto State Armory 300 Blackout Pistol. That's Ooh. what this is right here. We got this in uh, recently also for testing. Show it to you What's guys. What's the length here. of barrel? Uh, seven and a half inches. Um, uh, 300 Blackout, 1.8 uh, twist. Uh, it's got yeah. M-Lock, nine inch M-Lock uh, handguard here. It's 549.99. Wow. Palmetto State. Wow. Yeah, pretty points good. on it. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So you know, you got rear uh, QDs. Uh, in the in the pistol right here. Oh, okay. In the in the uh, I guess this is like it says Palmetto State on it, if you can see right there. But I'm a, I'm assuming this is made by SB Tactical or something like that. And this is one sure. of the adjustable joints, right? That you just pull up, pull up and move it like that back. For some reason, it's going to, to tie in, but there you go. So that's adjustable. It's got a Magpul. This is a Magpul grip on it. Comes with a, uh, a metal magazine, you know, 300 blackout. I would try to put, like, whenever I get 300 blackout, you want to put something here so you can remember that you're putting a completely different round into it. So we're going to yeah, test this. And tape. Yeah, then it has this muzzle device on it. I'm trying to remember what it's called right now. Here, let me pull it up. This is. I'd like um, to have that in a 410. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's got a single stage enhanced polished trigger. 
adjustable nice. pistol brace. Let's see, uh, fluted flush can, the muzzle device. That's what it's called. A fluted, fluted flush, flush see can. See right there? Yeah, let me lock it on it right here. Boom, there it goes. So, nice. and then you can see that goes back in here. I think that's removable. Um, it should be, it should be removable because I would put a suppressor on this bad boy. How much does it weigh? Uh, let me see. I would have to pull that up. I haven't weighed it. Let's see. I know a lot of people are going to ask that question. What's it weigh? Short as it is. Uh, I'm going to say 5.5. <laughs> okay. I don't know. The weight is not on here that I could see it right now. So I have no idea unless I put it up on a scale, which I don't have a scale right here. So there you go. It's not heavy. It's not heavy. So uh, what's the what's the uh, trigger pull on it? What, what do you think the trigger poundage is? Is that uh, factory trigger, or guysy trigger in it, or what? What'd you it's get? It's polished. It's it's a regular trigger, but it's polished, enhanced, polished trigger. Let me see. If I take the safety off. There we go. Best guess on the poundage? I mean, I think it's in the five range or whatever, you know. Okay. It's no big deal. I don't really, I don't super care about that, you know. I just like 300 blackout and I like it suppressed. I like to be able to throw a suppressor on that bad boy. So I'll put an optic on this, probably put a suppressor on it at some point, but we'll shoot this up and have a good old time with that. So look forward, got, that's one of the videos we got to do here. What's up? You got, you got a price tag on it, what's the price on that? It's 549. Oh, not bad. This is not the price tag. Oh, okay. It's, it's just a serial number, it just came in. So that's, oh. that's just a serial number that's on it for some reason. But you guys, if you're watching this, you know I'm, I'm a fan of 300 Blackout. That is also 300 Blackout. This is the Leonidas uh, Integral Suppressed. This is a lightweight build that I did. So this is um, this is obviously aluminum, the handguard, but we've got polymer upper and lower here. You know, um, we've got the KES stock on the back of it. And uh, that's a titanium integral suppressor that's in this bad boy right here this from liberty suppressors um i can't remember the weight. you guys want to know the weight i don't have the thing here to weigh it right now but it's not heavy that dust cover on there is that plastic as well or is that no, this, uh, is all, stamp? No. this is uh this is aluminum oh. okay there you go so the i parts like the here, red accent parts are from gun tech so the the red accented parts that you see up here charging handle dust cover Pistol grip, you know, mag release and all that. That's from uh, Gun Tech. Is so, that a aluminum uh, anodized uh, hand grip on there, or is that uh, yeah. polymer as well? No, that's uh, aluminum also. It's just skeletonized. Okay. So see that just to you know take out take out some of the weight of it, and I think you know the red accent makes it look good, like the red and the gray and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff with that. Do you guys, do you, either one of you have, uh, you know, um, 300 blackout? Oh yeah. Not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Yeah. I just <laughs> have uh, one 300 blackout. I'm just now getting into the long range stuff. I'm wanting to go out, out distances. Um, I've got Thunder Valley precision about 45 minutes north of me and they can go out to a mile there. Um, I just got my six five from HM Defense, and I'm really looking forward to maybe buying my very first bolt gun, um, and a large caliber. I got a twenty two that's a bolt gun, 
But I like to get me like a 338 Lapula or a 408 uh, bolt gun. Now, I do have the 50 cal from Safety Harbor Firearms. That thing is just awesome. I mean, we sat. Yeah. We're all jealous with of you. 50. You're the last person on the face of the planet Earth to get a 50 cal. Oh, I've had it for a while. I've had it yeah. for a while. But, uh, you know, I sat and I shot 60 rounds out of that 50, dude, before I started hurting. Just the way that he designed it with the muzzle brace and everything. It, oh, it that doesn't kick amazing. that much. Yeah, it doesn't kick as bad. My thirty thirty kicks harder than Walter's fifty cal. But yeah, I, I'm looking for something a little bit smaller of a caliber, and I'm wanting to get into the long range stuff. Yeah, I'm wanting a to go out to a mile. Five, yeah, a little bit cheaper than five bucks around. Uh, yes. Vanessa Kitty wants to know if an integrally suppressed barrel requires a tax step. Uh, for the suppressor part of it, yes, but because it's integrally, you know, it's all connected to the barrel. So that may, so this is a 16-inch barrel, so you don't have to get an SBR stamp for it. Of course, you have to get the suppressor stamp. So is That's that weld fixed so on, or is that a yeah, separate? Yeah, yeah it's integral. It's like all. It's uh, it's welded. All on one unit. Here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't hear any more about that muzzle loader that was out there a year or so ago. That was supposed to be with 50 the state legal. Yeah, yeah with the suppressor on there. Well, muffler or silence harmonic reducer whatever you want to call it. But yeah. you don't see that in the news anymore. Uh, because, I mean, you know, like, that's just, I think they're still out there. I've seen uh, people have them. You know, um, I believe they can just literally ship that to your house. So I don't have one. I, I, you know, I have seen one. I have shot it. I have video of it and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not against it. Uh, you know, black, black powder, integrally suppressed and all that. So. You know, the way everything's going here, man, they're going to reduce us down to that and then they'll take that away. So, um, uh, Rob D wants to know, did Walter get bad news back from the ATF over it? Uh, uh, no, I, I mean, the whole thing with the ATF and Walter has not been solved yet. Right now, he's waiting for a decision. So there's no answer on that. So, Right. Armin and Axis, yeah. I've seen your comment. I, I'll get with you later, bud. Armin Axis has got the 50 cal right now. They were making some videos with it. Yeah. Florida Gun says fluted flush can sounds fancier. <laughs> okay. so, what was it called? Uh, <laughs> let me see. I'm going to pull it up again. What was it I read there? Uh, yeah, I think it was, they called it a fluted flush can, right? Let me see. Fluted flush can. Uh, <laughs> flakes. Um. Fluted flash can. Fluted <laughs> flash can. That's on. That's on this. So that's this thing right there. Right there. Fluted. See, it's fluted, and it's the. It's a flash suppressor, I guess. Um, on there. So, uh, it's cool. It looks cool. I think it makes it look cool. If you're not putting a suppressor on it, it makes it look cool. I'm not a hundred percent sure if you can remove it. I'm gonna take off the handguard and see. It looks like I could probably remove it. You know put a wrench on there and take it off and then thread a suppressor on. I don't think that's pinned on there. This is technically a pistol, so there's no length issues or anything like that. But, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to actually shooting this. I think it's going to be fun. I enjoy shooting. I enjoy, I like 300 Blackout just because it's, it's great when you suppress it nice and quiet. Good home. Yeah, subsonic suppressed. Yeah. Well, what's the cost of the rounds for 300? I have, I've never bought a 300 Blackout uh, round. Uh, we'll have to pull it up here. Depends By the way, 10% off using Hank at Ford's from, uh, or Ford Scott Munitions Ford get Scott. 10% off using yes. Hank's promo code. 
Yes, Hank 10, if you go to Fort Scott, uh, they make they make hunting rounds. They make some real high-end stuff, some really good stuff. Uh, let's see. Can one of us, uh, Richard, can you pull up, like, what's the average 300 black? Let me see. 300 black. 300 black uh, ammo. What's your average prices on that? I know it's getting better because it's just more common. So yeah, it's like, I actually went into Walmart Stacks and stacks of twenty twos on the shelf. Yeah, first so time Rich, I'd seen more than a thousand rounds on the shelf at Walmart. Yeah, Richard says he sees like thirty cents around. You know, nope. you can go up, huh? Forty. Forty is 40. the low end. Forty yeah. the low end. Yeah, I see the high end could be a dollar forty four. Depends on what it's for, right? You know, uh, subsonic. If you're looking at subsonic and all that kind of stuff, so it's not okay. super cheap, but I think that it's. Uh, it, I like. I think it's good for home defense and stuff like that. Really good being suppressed. 200 grain subsonic, 41 cents a round. And that's on Ammo Seek. Mm -hmm. Chris Bullis says about 50 cents. So there you go. Armament and Axis says tactical. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Yeah, Vanessa Kitty says everyone start reloading. I was going to ask you, Hank. We never see slings on your guns that you show on the podcast. Are you you a sling guy? Do Do you like slings? Yeah, you I prefer do like nylon slings. rope or leather or what? I have slings. I'm looking around to see if I have a. Uh, I probably have a sling right here. Uh, I like slings. I don't use them in videos just because they get in the way and they make me look more fat. Uh, Anything that makes me look more fat in a video is not gonna. You know, I gotta try to reduce the fat content um, digitally. So. <laughs> uh, I know so, Andrew's uh, Custom Leather does some slings and stuff. Um, Andrew's custom leather, they don't do slings. Mm-mm. I thought they did. Well, not like a sling on a rifle, but they do the yeah, a sling uh, harness, harnesses where you keep your pistols and stuff. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything for AR-15s. I think if you're, if you've really got your rifle set up, um, for you to like go training with it or leave your home and do something with it, you should have a sling. So I've got all kinds of different slings, like savvy sniper slings. I've got adjustable ones, you know, all, all kinds of different slings. I absolutely do, yeah. And I use it most when I'm training. So, okay. You know, Was that uh, a paracord sling you just showed? Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name because I got this from someone, and uh, you know, I'm going to be doing some testing of it. But the name is leaving me right now. But yes, it is. It's paracord. Uh, oh, I, like I apologize uh, to who it is. It's just, it's just like, actually, um, I know that um, American Gun Chick knows this company. It's the same, it's the same guy that, that they, uh, they've done some stuff with him. And this one's actually made for big dudes. So I'm going to be doing okay. stuff with that. But I just can't remember the name of it right now. So, and we definitely don't have enough time to look it up. I didn't intend to. Uh, I just had to ask because you know never really see you have a slang on there during the podcast with your guns. I just didn't know. Yeah. I had to ask. Well, all of that gets in the way, I think, when you're talking about them and and all that. So, but that's why I like the QDs. See, so like this has QDs on it. There you go. That's why QDs are important. You know, when Richard Hughes, when he does his tour, he's going to find out from Caltech why they don't believe in putting QDs <laughs> in modern in modern rifles because apparently, you know. It's oh. not a thing. So we'll find so out about that. when I picked this up, they're like, oh, yeah, and you got a sling mount right here. You know, got Yeah, this is what mount. they believe in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I was, la- you know, I'm like, just trying to keep a straight face. Yeah, they're way back in the day, man. Like, come on now. 
you know, throw a QD point on there. Look, this thing has a QD point. It has multiple QD oh, yeah. points on it, you know, all over. What the hell? Hey, what is wrong with know, this, these people? This rail here, you could have put a QD on. Yeah. yeah, they don't even they don't even um, design their things where you can easily att- like you know okay it doesn't have it but we made it M lock so you could just slide one up right in there. right. Now yeah. what about that one you just did with the um, uh, the pistol um, polymer uppers that you did with the folding stock uh, the collapsible uh, nine Glock? Does that have uh, mounts on it too? So here we go. So you're talking about the um, the Viper. From, Viper, thank you. Yeah, from Full Conceal and CAA Roni. So the answer to that is no, but it does. You can. Right on um, the bottom. Oh, hey, actually, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, there it goes. There's a cutie. Boom. What? It has a cutie. Oh, my God. It must be from the alien future of the world. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So it does have a cutie point on it there. So, man, why would they do that? I don't. That doesn't just make like doesn't make any sense to me. I'm being sarcastic. Um, pretty much like if you see something and it doesn't have a QD point on it, you have to ask yourself like, what is wrong with these people? Why wouldn't they put a QD point on that thing? I yeah, I got a question. Walter's got an AR-15 lower. Is he doing an upper also? Um, I, he may have uppers. He may have uppers. I know he's doing lowers and they're like, uh, he said they're 80 bucks. I know that's a little bit expensive compared to lowers, but I collect lowers. So safety Harbor, he didn't make a lot of lowers. You might, you know, if you want to support Walter and you want to get a rare lower that you could be like, Hey, this is a safety Harbor lowers. It's not a lot of those out there. Then get you, um, get you a safety Harbor lowers, 80 bucks. You can get in touch with him. Here goes the full concealed folding pistol, by the way. Glock 19, boom, there it goes. So is it as gimmicky as what it looks like? Is it? it <laughs> uh, I seen you the, sitting there and you stuffed it in your pocket and you whipped it out and slung it real quick and it was ready to go and and everything. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff on it. And there's a lot of people making fun of it. Is it actually practical? Um, I think it is practical, and I'll tell you why I think it's practical because of this. You see, in in this configuration, a gun in this configuration, and right here, I'm using a 21 round magazine, right? So, and you're folding this now. You now this can go in places where this can't go. That's why it's practical to me. Now, would I walk around with this um, Glock 19 that with 21 rounds in it in my pocket? Um, Probably not. I, I might, under certain circumstances, do that. But here's what I would do, and I don't have a small bag to show you. I've got a video coming out on this where you guys will see it. But in this configuration, it makes it easier for me to hide this in something that does oh, yeah. not look like a gun pouch, right? right. And I could have it with, yeah, like I, a backpack if you're hunting, hiking, right. hand, I could put camping, it in the, or whatever. Exactly. I could put it in the glove box of my car under the arm armrest or something like that. Or the you fanny just, pack. Yeah, but you could put your gun there too. The thing is, is when it's folded like this, it can't it can't fire. You know, it has to come to this point. Like, it doesn't have to be all the way close to fire. And just for anyone who doesn't believe me, we've got snap caps in there, you know, because we do believe in safety. But so the thing is, is that when it comes to it comes back here to that point, it won't fire until it hits that that spot right there. Right. Then you can fire. Okay. That's the thing. That's the thing about it that um, that is important to me here. I'm going to put a round in there. 
because they stay you're messing around with this. So I just put a snap cap in there, right? So, and, and it's chambered. So back here, see, once you do this, hold on, let me lock it in here. So when you're doing this, do you notice that that trigger is folding, collapsing? So, right. so here, let's put this. So we're gonna make this fit in here with it. Okay, so right now that's not gonna do anything. So as I'm unfolding it, somewhere around here where you're clearing, because it needs to go back and see the little dingus on it or whatever, right? So now once you get back to that, you can fire, okay? So if you have it folded here, I'll show you. You know, it needs to get all the way back there. So it's, let's say it's not fully folded, but you got it back here. So it hasn't, this hasn't closed up and you have a round in the chamber. If you're like in a rush trying to do something, that first round will go off, right? And then you can do what you have to do. Now, the thing about it is that when, when it's folded, it's not gonna do anything. So if you've got it somewhere there in your car, whoever puts their hand on it has to do that first before they can do something with it. So that, that might have a purpose or a use to someone out there. I don't think it's for everyone. I don't think every gun is for everyone. I have to ask about the roll pin in the trigger. Is that a roll pin or is that just a pin with a car, uh, lock, uh, round locking uh, horseshoe on there to keep that pin in? That to me seems to be the wear point. The roll pin in the trigger? Yeah, where it comes down and then you got a pin and it goes back underneath the, the trigger to the handle. It's silver right there, yeah. Is that a regular like pin right there? Um, so are you talking about these pins that you see here? No, down, not the bottom of the finger trigger. Okay. At the bottom. Okay. At it's the silver. bottom. Right here? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. You're talking, this is the trigger. So this is the trigger guard. Okay. Yeah, at the bottom of the trigger guard. Is that like a regular pin or roll pin or? Um, it has, uh, it looks like it's screwed in there. So I'm sure it's, it looks like it's removable. But okay. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're testing. That's what we're doing. We're testing it. I've, I've already put about at this point, I think I've put a close to 400 rounds through it. I am going to torture test this. So we're okay. messing around with it to see what happens. Uh, you know, other than the folding mechanism in this, it works like a Glock. So, you know, the, I think the thing is, if you want something like this, you're thinking to yourself, hey, I want to have this Glock or something like it, they're gonna do a Glock 43 version of this, which I probably would carry in my pocket, but you wanna have something, you wanna have it folded away in a place where people won't realize what it is. And then if no, you need it as a backup or whatever, you can go to it, so. No, I understand it's a folding Glock, but would it still fit in a normal Glock uh, case if you didn't wanna fold it and you wanted to holster it? Will it fit in a normal holster or, no, or is because the trigger of, guard because, too big? Yeah, because of the trigger guard, it's a completely different thing. I think they're making holsters for it. So they have okay. a couple of different holsters that they're making for it. So I, that video, I just need to, um, you know. I just want to know my options. Yeah, absolutely. That video, I'm going to, I just need to edit it and then I'll put that video out. That's specifically on that. The video on the Viper is up and out there for people to look at it and come up, make their decisions. What I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to make anyone buy anything, I'm trying to give, let people take a look at it. And the folks who are interested in it can look at it and say, hey, I'm not going to buy that or I am going to buy it. And then the people who love to hate can have some information to use for your hateration. Okay. So. I appreciate the info. Thank you.
Yeah. I saw your comment, Richard. Nice. <laughs> move on. Yeah. What was that? What is that all about here? Uh, move on. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Vanessa Kitty says we cannot have weapons in cars that others have access to and no placing in a glove box or center console either. <laughs> oh, you could do that in Florida. Well, I guess you could do it up to now. We'll probably get that law sometime soon. So silly. there you go. So silly. All right. So listen, we should probably wrap it up around here because we're approaching the nine o'clock hour. Yes, sir. Yeah. So let's. um Let's uh, let's get into that situation here. Tyvin, what's going on with you? What do you uh, uh, want the people to know about? Where do you want them to follow you, et cetera? Uh, you can get me on YouTube, The Tyvin Show, Instagram, HC Tyvin, Facebook uh, is Tyvin TV. Um, winter is approaching, and we're kind of backing off a little bit of the gun stuff and getting back into the gaming um, aspect of everything till spring hits. Uh, other than that, uh, we've got some big things coming up for next year. So all I can do is say, stand, stand by, stand clear, make sure you subscribe, like share and all that, and, uh, follow. Cause we got, we got some interesting things coming up next year. Um, we just started all the preliminary stuff and getting all of our resources aligned up. Uh, we got something really awesome coming around next year. So just stand by. I appreciate everybody that, uh, helped out, follow and watched all the live streams and everything. So thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Sure. Uh, thanks for coming on also, Tyvin. Yes, sir. All right. Thank Richard you. Hughes, Richard Hughes, how can the people follow you? Uh, flyingrich.com. You can contact me and see all my social media there. It's all aggregated on that one page. And uh, I just want to say a couple of cool videos. Hank, I, I liked uh, actually your premiere video. I like that video of you over at Brownells. Oh, okay. And uh, Babyface, that I didn't realize how cool that shoot and move was. If, if oh, I knew is. it was like yeah. that, yeah, I, I would have found the money and gone out for that. That that looked like a lot of fun. It was. And we're trying to get the uh, my friend Chris that runs shoot and move to come on and talk to you guys. Maybe we'll get oh, him. Oh, that would be on. interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him to come on here and uh, have a chit chat with you guys. But yes, it is an interesting place. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever be able to get a deal like that again. I'll tell you guys that right now. So he did. He had a great time. Yeah. And he was on here talking about it. So um, thanks, Richard, for coming on. Richard's on Instagram and Richard is going to make sure that he puts descriptions in every <laughs> single Instagram picture and video that he puts up there. <laughs> and he's got three spots available to go for the tour. So make sure you go over to no, four. Oh, four spots, four, four spots. Okay. Four spots because it's they're allowing five people, so four spots. Yep. I'm I'm giving Richard a hard time, um, you know. So, but I, that's because I love him and I want his uh, Instagram to grow. So if you're on Instagram, go to <laughs> Flying Rich, and uh, and it's, follow. Right, it's Flying Rich Good official. Deal. Yes, Flying Rich official because it's the official Flying Rich because <laughs> there's apparently some other Flying Rich out there. Damn right. Yeah, so we got to talk to that guy. You gotta have a con make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> he doesn't there even post. Go. Yeah. He doesn't post. Tell him to surrender it. Send tell him to surrender right. it. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. I want to thank these guys for coming on. I really do appreciate it. They're good guys. I hope you guys go out and follow the Tyvin Show. 
follow Flying Rich on all the different social medias that they're on. They're always here in the chat, supporting us, talking, answering questions, creating trouble and havoc whenever they can, possibly. Sometimes Uh, trolling, sometimes trolling. Sometimes Tyvin is blocking people and banning people. No, no, never done that. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway uh, i really appreciate you guys coming on we'll be back tomorrow on friday and uh, we'll see you guys then we're out of here peace, peace. thanks lola peace. thanks hank thanks richard y'all